Oh, good evening, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Are we all in? Because I'm all in. I hope we're all feeling really good tonight. Let me all know where you're all from in the chat and all that good stuff. You see that picture of the man himself? All the chips pushed into the table? That's exactly how I feel, and I believe most of you out there feel as well. This war is just getting started, and we're not going anywhere, and we're going to see this through. And our patience and our faith is going to pay off in the end. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are we are live streaming on multiple platforms tonight. We are on Pill.net. We are on DLive. We're on Twitch, and we're also... Where else are we? Oh, Periscope and Twitter. There's always so many of them, I can't remember. So, everyone's rolling in here. I love it. We got Florida. We got upstate New York. Hey, New York. Very good. We got Seattle. We got Australia. Queenslander AU, I'm I'm feeling for the people out in Australia right now. Things are getting pretty bad. And also in Europe. Not doing too well, but hey. It's going to be okay. We're getting through it. We're getting through it. And I see here we got We The People Insider is hosting my show. Thank you for thank you for 12. I'm going to continue doing that. And while I'm glad you I'm glad you I'm glad I saw that. You guys have been noticing on my channel I've been hosting the other shows on my uh, on my on my D Live channel here. And I'm doing that because it's helping the other channels. We all got bashed off of YouTube. So whatever I can do to help the other creators, I have uh, I play Method Show. I do quite frankly sometimes. I do We the People Insider. Uh, I did. I've been doing space shots. So when you guys come to my channel, until I get the replay feature from D Live on here, um, you guys are gonna see other channels play on here, and that is simply to uh, help everyone. Not everyone can hang out in the chats at the same time, and it uh, it takes some stress off some uh, internet, um, some routers. Let's just put it that way. So thanks for everyone joining in today, and thanks again, Adel, for having uh, hosting my channel here. We're gonna have a great time tonight. We have a lot of news to cover. Liz G, thank you for the diamond. And uh, it's going to be a good time. We have a lot of things to go over, a lot of things to uh, dissect and take apart. And that's what we're here to do tonight. That's exactly what we're here to do tonight. So we're going to give you guys updates and everything going on. We're going to dissect the news that happened over the weekend. There was a lot of people getting upset um, with this whole story of, of supposedly Sidney Powell and the Trump team not being on the same page and them distancing themselves and then... Uh, the GSA board is certifying results for Biden. All this, all this stuff that the media is spinning that is uh, trying to make it uh, a really bad thing. But really, um, we're going to get right to the bottom of it. And I'm going to let you guys know we have a lot of good news today. And uh, we're going to dive into all the current news as well. So, so much, so much to be uh, happy about. So much to be thankful about. And yes, we are going to be talking about Thanksgiving. And guys, I do plan on doing a Thanksgiving show. I know it's a holiday, but... The amount of messages and the amount of emails and a lot of the stuff that I receive, a lot of people are down right now. A lot of people are upset right now. And uh, I don't feel, even if it's a holiday, I feel like um, I don't want to take breaks. Now is not the time. Now is not the time. People need the truth now more than ever. So I'm going to be doing a Thanksgiving show as well. Don't know what we're going to be talking about. Don't know if there's going to be any news coming on and uh, all that good stuff. And if there's any trolls in the Twitch chat tonight, let me know. I will immediately kick them out. I haven't set up mods yet in there, so we'll be on the lookout. So first, before we get into anything tonight, I want to get into my sponsor, which is Pill.net. They are the team that have built a, a sensor-free platform that has live streaming capabilities. And honestly, 
they're just as good as DLive and Twitch and all these other platforms, in my opinion, and they have been on top of everything. And uh, I couldn't have asked for a better team, and I'm so glad um, we end up having this great relationship. So real quick, let's watch them, and I'll be right back, guys. This is Pill.net. Please register at Pill.net today. It's a free, uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Please check out our new live streaming feature. It is dynamic, powerful, and comparable to Twitch and YouTube. Use the hot filter to check out what's hot right now on Pilled.net. Alternatively, you can use the images and videos filter to check out just straight media. At Pilled.net, you can use hashtags to categorize your topics, such as hashtag Kids Lives Matter, which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as much text, media, or links that you want to include in your post. Or you can go live and stream directly to pill.net tell the world exactly what they need to know. We are moving forward and have released our Pilled mobile application. It is available on the iOS and Android. Just download it directly from our website. Join the fight for your freedom of speech today at pill.net. Go check them out, guys. It's pill.net. It's a censor-free platform. That's my sponsor for tonight. And you guys don't even have to spend any money. It's completely free, and it's an awesome platform. You don't have to worry about ever being taken down, and they have amazing live stream capabilities. So go check them out, guys. So the first story I wanted to get into tonight, this is the stuff that I really wanted to get into. This is the stuff I was planning on getting into after the election because I thought I didn't think it was going to be this long until we found out results. We might not find out until uh, December 14th with the way things are looking, but this mysterious metal monolith was discovered in remote area of Utah desert. This is from Zero Hedge, and here's a picture of it. As of 2020, couldn't get any more bizarre, a mysterious Space Odyssey-style metal monolith has been discovered in a remote area of the Utah desert. And this thing is like 12, it's a 12-foot-tall metal monolith that's been installed in a secluded area of rock. Now, I want to play this video real quick because it's extremely remote, and you know, Guys, I'm a f I totally believe, believe in UFOs, aliens, other life outside this planet. We can, I'm just not naive to think that we're the only ones out here. So I, I find this stuff super interesting and it's not about politics. So I just want to watch this quick video of the guys that discovered this because it piqued my interest. Take a watch. Captain's Law, Stardate 11-18-2020. The crew of the Utah DPS helicopter traveled to Southern Utah on a mission to count bighorned life forms with wildlife officers. And, uh, he's like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? And he's like, there's this thing, there's this thing back there. We got to go look at it. The crew had spotted an object of unknown origin on the red surface. Okay, the intrepid explorers go down to investigate the uh, alien life form. In the middle of the barren desert <laughs> stood a mysterious metal monolith. I would say it's probably between 10 and 12 feet high. That's just wild. We were kind of joking around that if one of us suddenly disappears, then uh, I guess the rest of us make a run for it. So Pilot Brett Hutchings says it didn't look like it was dropped there. It was firmly planted into the ground. We're like thinking, okay, is this something like NASA stuck up there or something? You know, are they bouncing satellites off it or something? It seemed less scientific and more artistic. I'm assuming it is, you know, some new wave artist or something, you know, or somebody that just is a big uh, 2001 Space Odyssey fan. The similarity to the space movie was unmistakable, as was the bizarre effect it had on observers. It just was kind of unusual stuff. The universe is filled with the unexplained, and this journey to southern Utah 
only raised more questions. As the crew headed home, they only wished they had the answers. Yeah, we've never, that, I have to admit, that, that's been about the strangest thing that I've come across out. Isn't that crazy? What do you guys think? Do you guys think that's just art? Is this like the fake news for uh, for for aliens now? Instead of peaceful protests, when we find uh, ancient alien artifacts, we just call it art. <laughs> Let the artist decide what it is and what it isn't. <laughs> Are we gonna have big art organizations coming after us now? Just um, in the fake alien invasions. Oh my god, it's just so funny. It's just so funny. I, I love. I just love finding things like that. I don't know. Who knows what the hell if it's real or not, and. Uh, if it was me, I wouldn't be touching that shit. I can tell you that. Touch that and you end up in a different dimension or something or an alternate universe or another timeline. Ain't fucking with that. <laughs> but anyways, to get back to uh, the current events, Trump ha- uh, Trump spoke today. He spoke about the, uh, uh, the uh, corn, uh, corn pop, I think. Two of the turkey names out there today. He spoke about Thanksgiving, and uh, he had to talk about the turkeys. And in typical Trump style, of course, had to make it funny. Here he is talking about it right now. We're here today to continue a beloved annual tradition, the official presidential pardon of a very, very fortunate turkey. Because Thanksgiving is a special day for turkeys, I guess, probably for the most part, not a very good one when you think about it. The first turkey to dodge the White House dinner table received unofficial clemency when President Abraham Lincoln's son, Tad, begged his father to spare his new friend. For the past 73 years, the National Turkey Federation has presented the National Thanksgiving Turkey to the president, starting under President George H.W. Bush. And he goes into the history of it, but he made a little, you know, a little joke. And of course, the media hates him and can't wait for him to leave, which he's not going to leave. Um, but he was talking about it. So as he was leaving, of course, as he was leaving, the media had to get their two cents in because they're not even media, they're activists. And uh, they had to throw in, will you be pardoning yourself as he walks away with Flotus as well. I got the video here. Take a watch. Pardons before leaving office. Will you be interested a pardon for yourself? Mr. President. Will you be issuing a pardon for yourself, reporter screams. You invite President-elect Biden. Yep, and they look beautiful, a beautiful couple. And the reporters, of course, have to scream, when will you acknowledge President-elect Biden? They, they ruin everything. They ruin everything. And it's so hard. And this is why I have so much respect for the man that he's still, that he's still out there doing these things, staring these people in the face. They are a pack of hyenas. That's what they are. They're a pack of, of uh, hyenas. And they just never let up. Four years, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming on to the fourth year and this man has put up with this crap. It's hard. It's hard, but Trump, you know, he did his thing. He went out there, did his turkey thing, and uh, here we are. So in other news, Dianne Feinstein is to step down as top Democrat on the Senate Judicial uh, Judiciary Panel. Um, just thought this was interesting with the timing of it with everything going on. And uh, apparently, apparently the 87-year-old was criticized for not being aggressive enough 
toward Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearings because asking her if she was ever a part of sexual assault in front of the nation wasn't enough. Apparently, the left wanted more blood. So she's planning on stepping down as the top Democrat of the Judiciary Committee in the next Congress after facing blowback from progressives. Again, these people eat their own. They do not care. After serving as the lead Democrat in the Judiciary Committee for four years, I will not seek the chairmanship or ranking member position, but she's going to spend more time on more important things like climate change. And uh, what else we got? As a senior Judiciary Intelligence Prohibition Rules Committee, as we work with the Biden administration. Oh, here it is. Climate change in the coronavirus pandemic. Yes. Yes. Really important things like that. Let alone our, uh, our banana republic that we're living in right now and our voting system that is completely shit. Don't want to focus on that. We'll worry about climate change. Got it. Thanks, Diana. See you nowhere. And real quick, speaking of COVID, which we're going to get into in the beginning of the show after the, uh, after the intro, because... We need to talk about it and the things that are happening, especially things that are happening in New York because they're, they're so funny. Jeffrey Epstein associate Ghislaine Maxwell is in quarantine at federal jail in New York City after possible coronavirus exposure. So will Ghislaine, Ma- Ghislaine Maxwell end up just not waking up one day because of COVID? <laughs> nothing, nothing surprises me anymore, ladies and gentlemen. So just wanted to throw that out there. But don't worry, everybody. I know you're all getting ready and lined up to get that COVID vaccine, right? So don't worry, just before Christmas, it's coming early. CDC director of COVID vaccine likely to be distributed by second week of December. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Will, will we now be able to go on with their lives now? Now that the vaccine, I don't even know which one this is because depending on the company, one's 95%, the other one was like 70% effective. I don't even know. The problem is, guys, <laughs> I'm not a proponent of vaccines at all. That's just my opinion. Whether you are for it or against it, I, I don't really care. I don't judge people. The thing is, this thing got done, pushed in less than a year, and vaccines usually take a multiple years to do. I don't want any of this pumped into my body for in something that's 99% survivable. And um, by the way, what happened to the flu, all the flu cases this year? No thanks. No thank you. So that is happening. That is happening. And other news as well, because YouTube, we, I was never naive enough to think that YouTube would just stop hunting down our channels. And when we got purged on the 15th, they are still going at it. And their next target is now OAN. YouTube suspends, demonetizes One America News Network. And this is exactly the same thing they did to us. Big tech censorship strikes conservatives again. This time, the target is One America News Network, which has been suspended for one week and been demonetized by YouTube for allegedly posting a video promoting a cure for the COVID-19 China coronavirus. And why it matters, YouTube has been criticized for allowing OANN to spread misinformation. Oh, that, that famous word these fascists love to use, misinformation, using its platform to particular, particularly around uh, coronavirus in the election, this marks the Google-owned service's first crackdown against OANN. I'm just going to put it out there. OAN is probably my favorite going forward. I'm not a real big fan of Newsmax um, after what they did with that Q article. And I I just, there's something about them I just don't trust. I have, OANN's been around a lot longer. And um, I, have, I have no issue with them. I have seen no fake news from them. And they're the only ones that brought in Ron Watkins, the former admin for ACOOM. 
onto their show to explain what he thought was going on with Dominion. Much respect for them. And the fact that YouTube is targeting them, what does that tell you? It's the famous saying, they're over target. And this is what they did to us. Instead of just deleting us all together um, earlier in the year, YouTube just demonetized you first, thinking that was going to um, add some moral dilemmas with us. And it didn't. And we kept going, thinking the money was, money was why we do this when it's not. So they, they, they make a little cut on you, and then after a while, they turn that cut into a gigantic wound, and then they just eventually deplatform you. That's probably where this is going. So to think that it was just going to stop with us, it's not. It isn't. But speaking of these other news agencies, this is really funny. You guys are going to love this. There's rumors and murmurs and rumblings around that Fox News is <laughs> they're on fire and not in the good way. This matches what I've heard from the inside. Morale at Fox News is lower than it's ever been. Resumes are being sent out like crazy. The bosses keep saying the storm will pass, but you can tell they don't believe it themselves. OANN and Newsmax are now hiring. And this insider said, just talked with Fox News. The panic there is very real. If you support President Trump, you're dead with management. If you support Joe Biden, you're dead with your audience. And you know what? Fox gets everything it deserves. They did it to themselves. They absolutely did it to themselves, and I have no, no, no shits left to give for Fox News. What they did on election night was unforgivable, and it's going to damage them, probably for the long term, and I hope it does. So with everything going on here, there's just some videos that just make you feel good about life. And there was this one video out here that that I saw yesterday. This was like a two-minute video that was crunched down into 15 seconds. This older gentleman saving this puppy from a little baby alligator. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is insane. And at the same time, the man maintains the cigar in the mouth. What a, what a G here, watch this. Man leaps into the water to grab a hold of his King Charles Spaniel and wrest it from the jaws of the alligator. It takes several seconds until he's able to put the gator down, shake the puppy from its grip. The puppy did suffer a puncture to its belly, but is doing just fine after a trip to the vet. Look at that, man. But you know what that reminded me of, guys? That reminded me of our president here. Look at this. It's all memes. Drain the swamp. And that's what we're doing. Now, when I said it, it sounded very easy. And it was going to happen real fast. I didn't know the swamp was this dirty and this deep. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's exactly what's happening right now. It's exactly what's happening right now. We're going to be wrestling our country from the jaws of defeat and President Donald Trump's election as well. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you're you better you all better be having Thanksgiving still. We're gonna be doing our own thing, but you guys out there, you better have, pack your houses, go see your families, and all that stuff. And don't forget, when the girlfriend says, "Please don't talk politics with my liberal parents at Thanksgiving," just bring them some wine. Sure thing, babe. <laughs> Trump's got his own line of vodka, which I've had. It's very good. And he, apparently, I didn't even know this, he has his own line of wines. He probably has a whole bunch of Trump um, alcohol. So if you, if you guys are out there, if you want to troll your family members just a little bit more, have at it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the pre-show. We're at 2.3 thousand on DLive. We're at 2.13 on Twitch. Pilled, I'm not sure where we're at yet. Let me go look. I don't know if it'll show up yet. We're at 152, and I'm sure we're just over 200 on, on uh, Periscope as well. So we're going to be right at right at that 3,000 mark, which I am totally happy with. That's where I want to be at every day. And ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to get this show started. I hope you are as too. So what we're going to do, I'm going to see you on the other side of this intro.
and I know you guys love the intro. So we're going to get into it. See you in a little bit. Pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Okay, well thank you guys for joining here. We're gonna get the show started right now. Right now, thank you all for having uh, hanging out with me tonight. It's gonna be a good time. Okay, so where I wanna begin, I hate talking about COVID, but I wanna talk about it in the beginning of the show. Then we're gonna get into all the, uh, all the Sydney Powell stuff and everything and all that's going on with all that. Because I'm seeing a huge increase in this COVID narrative and I'm getting so many messages from people. And I just wanna start the show off with this because a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are, their families are fracturing. They don't know what to do with the holidays. Um, even, even in my own family, with some personal things going on, not my direct, direct, immediate family, but um, just some th- some things that just don't seem right. And uh, it's just because of this COVID stuff, but it's just getting so out of hand for something that is has a 99% survivability. And we're seeing, we're seeing these other states that are imposing these lockdowns. And this one, especially for not wearing a mask, People just getting approached and just getting straight up slammed to the ground and just getting thrown down and getting arrested for simply not wearing a mask. This is getting this. This this does this look like America to you? While real crimes are happening, shootings are up in the in the cities. Violence is up. All these crimes are up, and we're and um, citizens are getting arrested for simply not putting on their face covering, which is it's just disgusting. It's really hard. And think about it. We, for, the, for me, this this whole thing really started in March. Um, and some people have been locked down since March as far as their jobs. People are still working from home. And we're, we're almost in December, ladies and gentlemen. This is, getting, this is getting to the point where even the people that are like, oh, this is cool. We can do this for like four or five months. 
it's starting to get a little old, isn't it? And here we are during the holidays, and we're two days away from Thanksgiving. And what are, the, what are these states doing? All they're doing is imposing more lockdowns based on what? Because supposedly, if everyone was wearing masks and doing what we're supposed to be doing, wouldn't this have been done by now? Remember, Stop the Curve was like for two weeks, turned into two months, three months, four months. And then we had phases that went from phase one, two, three. I remember in August, we were in phase four in New York where we were all getting back together. Everything was going good. And then it just disappeared. Literally, the phases just disappeared and nothing changed. Literally, nothing changed. And that's why there is a huge exodus going going to uh, Florida right now. So I want you guys to see here my lovely Andrew Cuomo, New York governor, talking about police. And if they don't enforce these uh, these laws, they're dictators and they don't have the right to choose. Listen to what the man said here. I believe that law enforcement officer violates his or her constitutional duty. I don't consider them a law enforcement officer. Oh, okay. Because you don't have the right to pick laws that you think you will enforce and you don't enforce laws that you don't agree with, right? That's not a law enforcement officer. Uh, That's a dictator. It's funny. The dictators, the socialists, the fascists, the ones that call you a racist are really the same are the ones that are the dictators, the fascists, the racists, and the assholes. It's funny how the Democrats work, and this is going across for all people. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. A lot of people love to project. But man, Cuomo and these Democrats, they seem to love to project. So, and I can tell you guys right now, police out here in New York, they hate Cuomo. They've hated him for a long time. The state police can't stand him. His own private state police detail can't stand him. And New York City police, they hate the mayor and they hate Cuomo. So, I saw the sauce for this, so I know it's legit, but just to wrap this up in a nice tweet, just in. The New York City Police Department and the New York City Sheriff's Office don't expect to enforce Governor Andrew Cuomo's executive order curtailing the number of Thanksgiving Day guests at private celebrations. So essentially, the NYPD gave Cuomo the big middle finger today. And good for them. And this wasn't just the only uh, police department to do this. Out, I think it was uh, out in California. I don't know what jurisdiction it was, but it was a sheriff's department that also said, we have more things to worry about than people gathering together to spend time with their families as if this year hasn't been shitty for everybody. At least we can get together on a day and celebrate something together. But that is even being fucked with now. And kudos to the police departments and sheriff's departments that are standing up to this and not going to be checking people's houses, looking to see if there's multiple cars and driveways and all this other shit that they want that that, that's going to be happening. So I'm so happy that the New York Police Department is standing up and uh, doing something about this. But even Newsweek, a fake news outlet like Newsweek, put an opinion piece out today saying out in Oregon, Oregon, Tougher on Thanksgiving families than Antifa terrorists. And this is no opinion. This is absolute fact because guess what? Antifa is still doing their thing. And uh, supposedly, if they were all really into the mainstream media and the cover that the mainstream gives for them, they would think Biden won by now. But guess what? They're still out there. We're going to get into Antifa later on tonight. But the state of Oregon is now in the middle of a two-week coronavirus freeze period. If you violate its Democratic governor's draconian mandates, you'll be treated more harshly than an Antifa domestic terrorist interfering with a police officer. 
What message does that send? And Governor Kate Brown issued the order ahead of Thanksgiving holiday admits an increase in coronavirus cases during the so-called freeze period. Oregonians will not be allowed to host too many family members for a turkey day meal. And under the mandate, you can have no more than six people in one home and they cannot represent more than two households. You might as well just say we're canceling Thanksgiving. In other words, you'll be forced to choose between aunts, grandparents, and nephews. Who will you invite? You better decide now. Well, I can tell you right now, if it was up to me, if you guys support Joe Biden, you ain't coming over the house. That's just me, and I know I probably just opened a whole can of worms. I'm sure all of you out there have certain family members that you would love to not have or maybe you would like to have. Um, But based on how things are right now and how um, polarizing politics are right now, um, it just seems like to be causing more problems. But this this is what people are doing. These governors are setting these ridiculous, um, these ridiculous draconian measures on on families where they might as well just be saying, listen, we're going to make it impossible for you to actually enjoy the holidays, but we're going to give you a little leeway. You can only have two two family bloodlines in the house at the same time. And who is going to enforce that? Who is going to enforce this? Nobody. Nobody. And it's not just around here, ladies and gentlemen, even out in Pennsylvania. I know I, I know I have some friends out in PA They're Governor Wolf, the, the, just another asshole, another clown. That actually, he pushed to certify the votes today, which, in, which, in a, which is going to end up being a good thing, by the way. Um, told that all Pennsylvanians, they, they're, gonna, they're not going to be able to buy alcohol um, on Thanksgiving Day. No, no alcohol, but in the days leading up, it's fine, but we're going to be cutting alcohol sales. It, it just it makes no sense. But I really feel for people, and I just want to let people know because I don't think it's talked about enough. Call your friends, call your family, call a coworker that, that if you know lives by themselves, just talk to them and ask them, make sure everything's okay. Because we are, we, are in, we are completely in uncharted territory right now as far as this virus and people are getting to the point where it's really, we don't know what the long-term effects of, this, of these lockdowns are going to be. We're not going to know what those are for, for years after probably. I'm fine. I'm hanging in there just fine. I know everyone out there is not in the same boat. So it's not just here. Out in Australia, it's really bad. And even Denmark, people are protesting for good reason. Denmark is even worse because their laws that they put into place in the spring are now, um, they're up and they need to be revamped. And uh, the things that they're trying to implement, look what the government's trying to do to these people. People infected with dangerous diseases can be forcibly given medical examination, hospitalized, treated, and then placed in isolation. So this is pretty much giving police full autonomy to come and arrest you if you don't comply. And then you're going to be hospitalized. And then you're going to be isolated like a prisoner. And the Danish Health Authority would be able to define groups of people who must be vaccinated in order to contain and eliminate a dangerous disease. So not only are they going to take you if they feel like it, if they define you as a group of certain people, then you're getting the vaccination whether you like it or not. And people who refuse the above come can in some situations be coerced through physical detainment with police allowed to assist. And they're protesting this right now. This is how scary times are getting. It's getting really scary. And even out here, and I want to just thank Dr. Shelley here, um, who is my mod, for, uh, I, she's the one that I saw this story come across. And if you're living in New Mexico, this is even crazier. This came out today. New Mexico governor shuts down grocery stores for two weeks. Now, the headline can be a little deceiving because when you read that, it's like, oh my God, is this all grocery stores? How is this possible? It's not. But they're pretty much saying, if the order requires businesses with four or more rapid responses of COVID-19, 
they must shut down for a 14-day period. So if you have a business and there's four positive cases, they're going to shut down the, the essential businesses now. And then more than 25 essential businesses were shut down as of Monday, including a number of grocery stores and major retailers. These fucking people are going to send people over the edge. Now when you mess with people's food, what do you do? What do you do? Originally, when the COVID had started to come over here, it's becoming more of a serious thing. This is what I thought was going to happen in the beginning, in the springtime. Get everybody enough time to get groceries for about two weeks, shut them down. We'll, we'll get that. We'll bring this curve down and uh, we'll move on with our lives. But now we're in November and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden now we're going to be closing grocery stores. <laughs> the damage the lockdowns are doing is way more damage than COVID could ever accomplish. Unless China made a better virus that just wiped out so many people on the, if it just touches you, but they didn't go, they didn't do that. They gave us, they gave us a lower form of the flu. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. But this is where we are. And this is why I'm saying to people, check in on your family, your friends. I have friends, online friends that are all over the country. And even the ones that are doing this stuff all the time, we need a break. We need to just take a break instead of getting burned out because these, this, no one said this was going to be easy. No one said it was going to be easy. But this is on both sides. This is why I'm saying, guys, we, this is coming from Democrats and Republicans. And this, uh, this Republican out here in Maryland, Governor Hogan, on resistance to mask requirements, it's sort of like saying I have a constitutional right to drive drunk. There is no constitutional right to walk around without masks. This is, listen to what this man, his logic is. Well, it's, it's sort of like saying I have a constitutional right uh, to drive drunk. I have a constitutional right to not wear a seatbelt or to yell fire in a crowded movie theater, uh, or to not follow the speed limit. Uh, It's, you know, we're talking about a quarter of a million people dying already. You know, more than, you know, the the Korean War, the Gulf War, and the Vietnam War added together. Uh, Which part don't you understand? You wear the mask. It's, there's no constitutional right to walk around without a mask. This is we did it wow. in, in, in uh, 1918. No constitutional right to walk around without a mask. And Amy, what's her face here on Twitter said this is the first step to to uh, dehumanizing anyone who disagrees with them. And this is exactly how it starts, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we're we're at war. We're at war with people. It's not to that point where you're thinking, oh my god, people are dying in the streets. And I hope to God that does not happen. Don't ever want, I don't ever want that to happen. I want peace. I just want all of our lives to go back to normal. No more lockdowns. People that want to live in fear, let them live in fear. But when you start shaming an entire group of people, and of course, of course, it's the ones that are the only ones out here fighting, fighting for our republic because the ones that voted for Biden are just sitting around their heads in the sand. They don't give a shit and don't, they're not going to realize if Biden were to take over in four, eight years, guess what? They're going to be treated the same exact way by the leftist mob the socialist, and they're going to cry and bitch and moan and wonder what the hell happened. What the hell happened? The power these people are trying to take in other countries, once this has happened, that power is not given back to the people. And when you look at history, that's not how this works. This is why this is serious. It's exactly why it's serious, and it's affecting children as well. And we're seeing it here. This was a study out of Fairfax County, Virginia, the largest school system, huge academic cost of learning, 
Fs are up by 83%. Vulnerable children struggling most. Fs for students with disabilities up by 111%. And for English learners up by 106%. And of course, it's unfortunate, but it seems like it's hurting. Hispanic children are suffering more than any racial group. Fs for them are up by 92%. And they're underperforming in English and math by large margins. Disgusting. Our kids are suffering. They're suffering. In New York, they close their schools again. New York City closed their schools. Nobody's talking about this. But do these, these, these disgusting people, the Republicans, the Democrats, they don't care about this stuff. They might pretend they do, but they don't care. They don't care. It's being dragged out. Kids are going back to school. Kids are on these hybrid theories. It's disgusting. Not hybrid theories. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking about Linkin Park. Linkin Park album right now. That is a great album. But these hybrid schedules of going to school, not going to school, doing half of it on the computer, you don't see your friends. And when I get stuck behind a bus, I see 20 kids coming out and they're all wearing their masks. You know what most of them do? As soon as they're off the bus, rip them right off. I say good for them. But no one's talking about our kids. Guys, check in with your family and friends and uh, just let them know. Ask them if they are okay. All right. Wanted to get that out of the way. Let's transition gears here to the Trump team, Sidney Powell, and everything going on with them. So over the weekend, Trump's legal team put out this memo. And I, I can understand why people were upset by it. The, the memo wasn't really worded that well, that I, in my opinion. But it was pretty much saying that Sidney Powell is not on the Trump legal team and that it was a mutual decision for them to go in different directions as far as their their, their tactics of what they're focusing on in in the uh, in these battles that they're facing in the courts. So, of course, the mainstream media jumped on this the moment it came out, and they were casting doubt and spinning, and so many people were saying, oh, my God, what does this mean? Why is Trump's team, why are they fracturing like this? Why are they going different directions? And they're not. I just want to put that out there right now. They are going after two separate things, and what am I talking about? Let's listen here to Jenna Ellis explain this, and we'll get more details on it. From Benny, Breaking, Jenna Ellis says the Trump legal team clarified that Sidney Powell is working in her own capacity because she is focusing on investigating issues with Dominion, which will take longer while the campaign is pursuing lawsuits against election officials. Take a watch. So, Jenna, we saw an image a moment ago. We'll put it back up on the screen. Uh, Sidney Powell, we like her around here. Newsmax, great attorney, helped out Michael Flynn in a big way. General Flynn, over the weekend, we saw that statement from you and Rudy Giuliani, who were standing behind uh, Ms. Powell at that press conference last week, saying she's no longer on the team. Why did you put that out? It seems like, is there a problem or what's going on, please? Yeah, so um, of course, Sydney's been a great friend of mine. Um, and ultimately, the legal team was kind of looking at two different directions. Um, and like lawyers do, we all discuss the best legal theory uh, to serve the client's best interests. And in this, uh, in this particular case, we want to make sure to preserve election integrity. And uh, Sydney is very much focusing on Dominion voting systems. And uh, that's going to be a much longer uh, strategy. And that's going to be something that she's investigating. And right now where uh, Rudy and I and the other members of the legal team are focused is making uh, these claims, looking at the election official fraud. I mean, this is just astonishing, Greg, where you have these election officials that have just completely disregarded election law in their state. You have governors, you have election officials on the ground telling of voters that when they come in so she goes this is a four minute video so she goes into all that talking about election officials and this is why it's so massive these things have to be broken up into pieces and when you're trying to figure out um dealing with lawsuits the best legal theory to go after things the dominion thing is completely separate 
than the than the polling officials being racist, um, pressuring, threatening um, other parties, the other party as the Republican Trump Party um, from viewing from viewing uh, ballots being counted, all that stuff. That is completely separate. The Dominion thing is with the with the computers, the systems, the algorithms. That is completely separate. So what this is saying is this is actually end up being a good thing. And why is this a good thing? This was a mutual decision, and this is from Joe Gene- uh, de Geneva. The Trump campaign statement about Sidney Powell reflected a mutual decision. Powell must pr- uh, pursue her case regarding Dominion voting systems while Trump's attorneys litigate the 14th Amendment violations of due process and equal protections. Let's take a watch. Her focus on Dominion and a large-scale conspiracy that she outlined Uh, was inconsistent with those efforts, but we thought they should be pursued by her. And it was decided by people who were led by Rudy Giuliani and others that those efforts uh, should proceed independently of everything that we are doing because they're not part of our legal arguments before the federal courts. And she agreed with that. And she agreed to pursue them independently through her group, We the People, which is separately funded. And so that's what happened. So, so are you saying this was a mutual decision and that uh, there, there are no hard yes. feelings with uh-huh. Sidney Powell? No, no, absolutely. In fact, she can do now whatever she wants to do because she does not represent the president of the United States, either personally or in his capacity as a candidate. She can do whatever she needs to do to make her case the way she wants to make it without the limitations which we would have to impose upon her because of our litigation over due process and equal protection, which is a different series of arguments. And we encouraged her to do that, and we hope she succeeds. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There is the truth. There is the real news. Sidney Powell, this has ended up being a good thing because not only that, she distanced herself uh, away from Trump, and they can't say this is uh, th- there's other interests going on in here. She's dissing herself, and she can actually do. She has her own team, the same team that took on General Flynn. She knows how to take on these deep staters, these corrupt people in the federal government. She knows exactly. It's too much for for Giuliani and 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 the other lawyers to stick to do do it all in one case because the judges are going to listen. We need to narrow this down here to what the problems are. And if there's too much, it can actually end up hurting. It can end up hurting their legal case. So that is what that is. I saw so many people, so many people freaking out about this. This is exactly what's going. This is everything that's happening. Just trust the plan. Just trust it. I know people out on Twitter are like, oh, trust the plan. Q shit. Ah. It's just noise. It's just noise. The thing is here, Trump is not going to give in to, to, to a corrupt Dominion election. And he tweeted this out yesterday. The other news that came out was the GSA Emily Murphy certifying results and allowing and allowing some tr- some transition to the Biden to the Biden campaign. And again, the media took this; they took this completely out of out of, out of context and were just pushing the fact that yes, Biden's winning. Look at the GSA; the GSA is part of the, this process, but they're a very small part of this process. And this is why I want to bring this up to everybody. Trump tweeted this out yesterday. I want to thank Emily Murphy at GSA for her steadfast dedication and loyalty to our country. She has been harassed, threatened, and abused. Uh, it's, it's just funny. 
any if you're a Republican, if you're any, if you're not in these, if you're not highly up there, you just seem to get harassed, threatened, and abused. And I do not want to see this happen to her family or employees of GSA. Our case strongly continues. We will keep up the good fight, and I believe we will prevail. Nevertheless, in the best interest of our country, I'm recommending that Emily and her team do what needs to be done with regard to initial protocols, and have my and have told my team to do the same. So the media took this as Trump is starting to concede or showing signs to concede, and uh, this got everyone upset and everyone riled up. And this is the this is the thing. I have the letter here from Emily Murphy from the GSA, and we're going to look at some parts of this letter because it's extremely important to see what she wrote to Joe Biden, and it's going to calm everyone down. This is what I consider good news. So this is from the National Pulse. The Dems threatened government official, her family, and even her pets in order to obtain government transition funds for Biden. And this is the letter. We're going to read some of this here. She says, I have dedicated much of my adult life to public service, and I've always strived to do what is right. Please know that I came to my decision independently based on the law and available facts. I was never directly or indirectly pressured by any executive branch official, including those who work at the White House or GSA, with regards to substance or timing of my decision. To be clear... I did not receive any direction to delay my determination. I did, however, receive threats online, by phone, and by mail directed at my safety, my family, my staff, and even my pets in effort to coerce me into making this determination pre- prematurely. This better be brought up in a court because this has got to be breaking laws. You're threatening, you're threatening these government officials the pressure to push through election results. And even in the face of thousands of threats, I always remained committed to upholding the law. Contrary to media reports and insinuations, my decision was not made out of fear of favoritism. Instead, I strongly believe that the statute requires that the GSA administration ascertain, not impose, the apparent president-elect. Unfortunately, the statute provides no procedures or standards for this process, so I looked up to the precedent of prior cases. GSA does not dictate the outcome of legal disputes and recounts, nor does it determine whether such proceedings are reasonable or justified. These are issues that the Constitution, federal laws, and state laws lead to the election certification process and decisions by courts of competent jurisdiction. She is basically saying what you are asking us to do is essentially up to the Constitution and federal laws and state laws, not her. I do not think that an agency charged with improving federal procurement and property management should place itself above the constitutionally based election process. I strongly urge Congress to consider amendments to the act. So she is basically saying she does not like what is happening here. And that ultimately, the Constitution is going to decide how this election plays out. That is very important. And she says, as you know, the GSA administrator does not pick or certify the winner of a presidential election. This is what the mainstream media is not talking about, ladies and gentlemen, that right here. They do not decide, so do not get upset by this news. Instead, the GSA administration's role under the act is extremely narrow to make resources and services available in connection with a presidential transition. As stated, because of recent developments involving legal challenges and certification of election results, I have determined that you may access the post-election resources and services described in Section 3. And it says right here, I remind you that the Section 6 of the Act imposes reporting requirements on you as a condition of receiving services and funds from the GSA. And if there's anything else we can do for you, that is fantastic. So she is basically saying, ladies and gentlemen, basically saying, The Constitution is going to decide this, which is ultimately going to end up in the hands of the Supreme Court. And what did our Trump, what did our president 
our next president's going to be for the next four years tweet out as soon as this was out last night what does gsa being allowed to preliminary work preliminarily wow work with the dems have to do with continuing to pursue our various cases on what will go down as the most corrupt election in american political history we are moving full speed and ahead we'll never this is what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen will never concede to fake ballots and dominion. Trump has said it multiple times. He is not going to concede no matter what. If 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 they're going to count fake ballots and these fake algorithms, these, these corrupt these corrupt machines, he is not going to concede. And that's exactly the thing that we need to be talking about. And not to be upset, not to be upset. And just to put a uh, just put a bow on all this. Again. G- um, this is Jenna Ellis. This is from today talking about the GSA decision as absolutely being meaningless. And this is why I'm trying to tell everyone, let's just chill out. You know, President Trump is doing what is best for the country. And it's only the Democrats that are threatening our lawyers, um, myself included, yeah. simply for representing President Trump. We don't have those same tactics. No one in America should stand for those tactics. And everyone should take a deep breath and realize that the GSA following the statutory provision here is absolutely meaningless to the outcome of the legal procedure. Yeah. And that is the takeaway, ladies and gentlemen. That is the takeaway. You, I'm trying to tell everybody, you see any of these negative spins until Trump were to say, yep, we're done, this fight's over. I trust nothing on the news, nothing on social media. You guys have to take on that same perception. This is how you shield yourself. When you know, when we know how the outcome is going to play out, and we have this, is, this requires a lot of faith. But with everything we've been seeing, everything that's going on, all, all, the, all the moves being made, you have to take on that thought process. And I can promise you, this stuff is not going to negatively affect you. We're all human. You might read a headline and it's going to trigger an emotional effect. You step back a moment and you look at it and you realize it's just there to instill fear into you. The media does that. They're really good at it. They've been doing it for decades and we have to remember that. So keep that in mind, okay? So as far as more proof coming out, if you guys aren't following Lynn Wood on Twitter, you need to follow him on Twitter because he has been dropping bombs. And it's, I don't know why, maybe because he's working all day. He loves to do this late at night, which is usually when I'm awake anyway. So I've been following Lynn Wood and he is dropping bombshells on his Twitter feed. So again, they're going after Georgia and Georgia is going to be the first state to be blown up. Remember that blown up as in lawfully blown up. Don't want my words taken out of context. That's for sure. Would someone ask my never-to-be friend, Brad Raffensperger, Secretary of State, Georgia, if he has seen this tape of election fraud at State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia? Several people have seen it. Many more will see it soon. Video camera eye does not lie. How do you spell election fraud? And what this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a picture of a subpoena asking for this video. And I'll see if I can try to get this a little bit bigger here. I don't know if I'll be able to. It says, the term premises refers to improvements. Uh, I'm not even going to read it, actually. It's okay. They're just requesting recordings of this digital, of uh, whether digital or otherwise, the premises recording at any time from 12 a.m. November 3rd through uh, November 5th. And supposedly, supposedly there is video, video evidence of the secretary, um, Georgia Secretary of State, literally talking about fraud, how they're going to, just make sure Trump does not win. And on top of it, on top of it, he tweeted this out as well. 
Hillary and Brad Raffensperger of Secretary Georgia Secretary of uh, Jeez, Georgia Secretary of State overheard at Atlanta Cafe tonight. Brad says, does bleach bit work on videotapes? Talking about bleaching and scrubbing videos. Hillary says, not as well as a hammer. Brad says, any other way to destroy evidence? Hillary says, if I had been in Nixon's shoes, I would have burned the tapes. And then he spells out felony. This is what he is, he is saying he has on videotape. And overhearings and evidence of damning stuff like this, talking about how he is going to, he needs to hide the evidence of what they did to cover this up. Ladies and gentlemen, if they have proof like this, this is going to be a pretty close case when this gets presented to the Supreme Court. It's going to be pretty bad. And he kept going. This was this today. This was today. He retweeted the shredding and recycling company's uh, immediate release. There was a press release. Remember that video I showed you guys on last week about the uh, shredders showing up to these uh, polling places and just shredding documents, right? So Linwood wrote, Cobb County, Georgia, Patriots are helping reveal lies. Susan Knox is an American hero. More video from Susan to follow. She called A1 on video, and now A1 will cooperate. A1 was played by traitors in Cobb County. Please be prepared for Thanksgiving. Pray for us all. And A1 here is pretty much just saying um, they, they understand what's going on with the election. But it says, unfortunately, as a result, the pickup of these materials, we have been placed in the middle of a situation that we have no desire to be in for simply doing our job. Since that time, through rumor, innuendo, and conjecture, the situation has circulated on social media unfairly, unfairly casting A1 and its employees in a bad light. So, unfortunately, it's saying, Linwood is saying here, A1 unknowingly got caught into this with bad actors that had bad intentions, them not knowing at first, but now they're caught in the middle of it. Pretty much them, the shredding company saying, listen, we were just doing our jobs. We're not trying to get in the middle of anything, but there might be some evidence out there that Linwood is suggesting that would change that narrative very quickly. But so the thing is, he brings up Susan Knox. Susan Knox is the one that was taking these videos of the shredding uh, of the A1 shredding company, uh, shredding up these dumpsters, uh, these garbage bins of documents, right? Well, Today, there was a new company and a new video here from Susan Knox of the same thing happening, and here it is. Here's a shredding truck. Here's a shredding truck in front of the Whitlock Avenue Cobb offices, election offices. Just shredded a bunch of stuff. I just saw loads of stuff here. So more shredding is happening and she got this on video and she got another video here after that was over. I'm not sure if she, uh, I haven't watched this one yet. I just have it lined up. Let's see what he says. Wonderful. So no one has any idea what's going on here. And there says destruction of the voter fraud evidence today in Cobb 
County. So that is happening. But this little, this little other little video that I saw here that I thought was interesting, this was out of Georgia. And it says, I learned, this is from Heather Mullins, I learned on the Georgia Secretary of State Zoom call yesterday that all of the ballot drop boxes are monitored by video cameras. The footage is stored for 30 days and is available to the public upon request. And Linwood also retweeted this out saying to anybody, especially if you guys are out there in Georgia as well, go request those videos of of the uh, ballot boxes here because apparently they're they're supposed to be stored for 30 days and a lot of these videos are out there and Linwood is looking at these videos as well. Everything's going to get blown up. If they have video evidence, audio evidence of them saying they're going to fuck Trump, they're going to make sure that Trump doesn't win, they're going to manipulate. Guys, this case is going to be over so quick. The Supreme Court's going to look at this and they're going to they're going to they're going to throw these votes out and Trump's going to be the winner. That's ultimately what this is going to come down to. Until we get a decision from the Supreme Court's I'm not freaking out. I'm staying comfy, and all of you should stay comfy as well. And that is the moral of the story tonight. That is really the moral of the story. So what I want to show you guys now is pretty funny because, again, Dominion's been in the headlines. They're going to be in the headlines until all this is over. And uh, they, they're, going to be, they're going to go down as in one of the, the biggest crimes in this country's history. The Dominion uh, voting system spokesman came on Fox News, which I thought was pretty funny. They went to Fox his name is Michael Steele, by the way. And listen to his uh, his explanation of the the systems and how strong they are. And it's physically impossible for them to be hacked. Well, check this out. Biden to Trump or from Trump to Biden. No, this is a nonpartisan American company. It is not physically possible for our machines to switch votes from one candidate to the other. Let's be very clear. Our election system is run by local elected officials and nonpartisan poll watchers. We simply provide a tool to count the ballots and pr- to print and count ballots. There is no way such a massive fraud could have taken place. And there are no connections between our company and Venezuela, Germany, Barcelona, Kathmandu, whatever the latest conspiracy theory is. Whatever the latest conspiracy, misinformation, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say it is. There is no way. It's physically impossible. But it's funny because we know flash drives were stolen. And we know, according to Ron Code Monkey, saying if you can't if you can't secure the physical the physical qualities of your systems, they are immediately compromised, and anyone anyone can then get into them. And there's multiple states that have missing missing flash drives, so we can throw that one right out the window. But it's funny here. Listen, look to who Michael Steele is uh, is with. Michael Steele, Romney slash Ryan, 2012. There you go, former Jeb. I'm not sure if that's Jeb Bush, but former Romney Ryan 2012 backer. That's that's great. Isn't that just great? This is the man that's saying, nope, nothing to see here. Nothing is going on. And as and we get more information on him. Michael Steele, former assistant with Mitt Romney campaign, is the spokesperson for Dominion. You can't make this stuff up. Steele, a frequent guest on MSNBC, NPR, and Bloomberg TV and radio, has written op-ed columns for the, oh, there you go, the Washington Post, the Washington Examiner, and NBC. So we have more shills and more gatekeepers, and even, even Lynn Wood, even Lynn Wood threw his two cents on this guy. He says he's a paid liar. Fox News is now part of the propaganda arm of the leftists slash communists who think they're going to overthrow our Constitution. They are wrong, patriots. Very wrong. Wrong, and that's the thing. The one I, I think this is the only spokesperson that's come out, and of course, he is directly tied to the swamp to Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, all the characters, all the names that we all know very well indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I want you guys to watch because I ultimately think this is where we're going to go the second half of the show. What's going to happen when Trump makes his move to take these people out? 
Because remember, he established the 2018 executive order about election interference from foreign entities and even domestic entities if they're at any way, shape, or form cooperating together to get an outcome that they want that's going to directly negatively affect our elections. And that was in place in 2018. And because of that, if any of these companies are involved, their assets can be immediately seized. So I want you guys to see this video. And I know it's Fox News and it's Tucker Carlson. But the only reason, the only reason why I want to show this, show this video to you guys is because Trump tweeted it. There was no, no context in this tweet, which always shows to me that this is important. Tucker Carlson here has um, Robert Epstein. Robert Epstein, if you guys don't remember, he was the whistleblower, I believe, in 20, 2018 that came out. He's a full-blown Democrat. He hates Trump, does not like Trump, but he came out and threw Google under the bus saying they, they essentially, they swung votes. They swung votes, and big tech was responsible. Google was responsible for this, and they were researching again, watching Google again, and he was on Tucker Carlson explaining what he found. This is eye-opening. Well, a couple of things uh, that we've looked at so far. First of all, we we had 733 field agents in three key swing states this year, uh, Arizona, North Carolina, and Florida. And we preserved more than 500,000 ephemeral experiences. Uh, that's a lot. That's about 30 times more data than we got in 2016. And we're finding a couple of things that are pretty clear. Number one is that Google search results were strongly biased in favor of liberals and Democrats. This was not true on Bing or Yahoo. The bias was being shown to pretty much every demographic group we looked at, including conservatives. Uh, so in fact, conservatives got slightly more liberal bias in their search results than liberals did. How do you account for that? And then we also found what seems to be a smoking gun. That is, we found a period of days when the vote reminder on Google's homepage was being sent only to liberals. Not one of our conservative field agents received a vote reminder during those days. The good news is, uh, on that fourth day that we were monitoring, we went public with some of our findings and Google backed off. They literally shut off that manipulation that night. And so for four days before the election, they were showing vote reminders to everyone, finally. What effect, and I, 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 we're thankful that you are apparently the only person monitoring this. It, it controls our, our, Google single-handedly controls our view of the world, and yet no one seems to care. But what do you imagine the effect, what have you measured the effect of this manipulation had on the outcome of the election? Well, there are multiple manipulations here. We were also monitoring YouTube this time and Facebook and Bing and Yahoo. Uh, the bottom line at the moment is that these manipulations, the ones that we've so far quantified, uh, could easily have shifted at least six million votes in just one direction. That's the bare minimum at this point that I'm confident of. The maximum we haven't even begun to uh, to estimate that yet because we have so much data to look at. So that's the margin of the election right there. So you're saying that what you feared could happen may indeed have happened, that the manipulations from one company, Google, may have determined the outcome of the presidential election. 
Well, we've been told this uh, for nearly a year by whistleblowers from Google. We've seen it in leaked documents from Google, leaked videos from Google. Uh, there's no question that they set about after the 2016 election uh, to make sure that President Trump, whom I do not support, by the way, to make sure that he is not reelected. And the massive amount of data we've collected is consistent with what the whistleblowers and leaks have been telling us for a long time now. So yes, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. And he goes on for another minute and a half talking about how Google and big tech are completely involved with all this stuff, completely involved with everything going on here. And it's really disgusting. But the thing is with this, uh, with, with, with this executive order, we're gonna see in just a moment, if that is to be proven to be true, they can have their all their assets seized and they can go right after them. It's going to be crazy. So tie, to tie this all up in a bow before we get to the second half, Pennsylvania, this is from Jenna Ellis. For everyone out there, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan legislators to hold public hearings on 2020 election. Trump legal team statement. They're going to start holding... Um, hearing starting tomorrow afternoon, giving the public updates of everything that they're doing to keep everyone in the light and all that good stuff. And what's better than transparency? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you. Where we were at 2.7 thousand viewers on D Live, and now we are at almost 300 on Twitch and Pilled. Let me just hop over to Pilled real quick. Pilled, we're at 246, which is great. So we hit we hit our goal, guys. I wanted to be over 3,000. We definitely got it between all the platforms. So we're going to take a little intermission, then we're going to get to the um, second half real quickly, and we're going to keep the show rolling. So I'll see you guys in a little bit. Take a watch. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. A few uh, clips that we're just going to put up. We could turn the lights a little bit lower. I think you'll find them interesting. And then we'll answer some questions. I'll ask you some questions because you're so guilty, but forget it. Uh, but most importantly, we're going to get back onto the reason we're here, which is the success we're having. Okay? Uh, please, you could put it on. Thanks, guys, for getting, that, getting those uh, in there. I love funny videos. We all got to laugh a little bit more. But we're going to jump right into the second half here. Jump right into the second half. So we were talking about, we were talking about this, uh, 
this executive order that was put in place for foreign interference and why big tech is going to be a huge a huge one of the bigger ones to come down on all this and this is exactly how it was set up this is from november 15th and i just want to scroll down here and tell show you guys why this is so important there is big tech here yes going down big tech media giant democrat uh, operatives and half of the deep state it's not merely that the voting system companies whose hardware and software systems rigged the election were located in Canada and Spain were also told that part of the CIA's rigging of the election in real time involved data being offshore to servers located in Germany and possibly Serbia. So there are at least three or four foreign countries involved in this election. Now, this means that in one fell swoop, Donald Trump will be able to arrest and seize the assets of all the top Democrats and deep state traders who attempted to steal the 2020 election, seize all the big tech corporations and left-wing media propaganda outlets that were complicit in the conspiracy. This could include in seizing their domain names, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, etc. Defeat the DNC forever by reveal, revealing overwhelming evidence of widespread election fraud, which will also re- uh, result in a nationwide call for voter ID system, which is exactly where this is going. And solidify, solidify his own standing as the brilliant master my president of the USA for a second uh, second term and perhaps a third, we dare say. How amazing would that be? I don't know if he wants to go for a third, but hey, you never know. But this is what Trump is going up against. He is truly going up against the establishment. He's going up Republicans, Democrats. They're all swamp. They're all swamp. But this video here I have here of um, Chuck Schumer talking about criticizing Trump for confronting the CIA. Remember, the corrupt CIA, the ones who made hammer and scorecard against other countries, and then it got turned onto us, that same corrupt CIA, Schumer was criticizing Trump for going after them. This is the video. Take a watch. The latest statement, latest tweet, as you were just saying, the president-elect's latest, latest yeah. unsolicited pronouncement on the intelligence community. This was his tweet just a little while ago tonight. You see the scare quotes there. The yeah. intelligence briefing yeah. on so-called Russian hacking was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case. Very strange. We're actually told, intelligence sources tell NBC News since this tweet has been posted, that actually this intelligence briefing for the president-elect was always planned for Friday. It hasn't been delayed. Okay. But he's, he's taking these shots, this antagonism, yep. this taunting to the intelligence Let me tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Oh. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were most I don't know, to? but I, from what I'm told, they are very upset with how he has tr- very upset. We know this from John Brennan because Brennan went off on a tweet tirade yesterday, completely spewing the most hateful things against Trump. And um, the thing is about the CIA, ladies and gentlemen, when they installed Chris Miller and Ezra Cohen-Watnick, Tom Graham here from Twitter. The CIA was stripped of spec ops powers last week for good reason. Castration by Trump, a good indication that military intelligence has the goods. One has to understand the crimes those those C servers contain are a matter of national security. Enemy Enemies, foreign and domestic, biblical. And that's exactly the move that I think is the biggest move out of any of the moves that Trump has made so far um, post-election post day was installing Chris Miller and Ezra Cohen-Watnick in the Pentagon overseeing special ops and completely cutting out the red tape and all the bureaucracy and putting the CIA clowns in the dark about it. So Trump has already taken on the CIA and as soon as he's going to win, I'm sure Haspel, I don't know what's going on with Haspel because she had all those meetings um, with Barr and uh, some of the, in the and some other Republicans, but I don't know if she's going to be uh, if she's being used now. 
they have the goods on her. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I want to show you guys this interesting report here um, that I found. Now, I'm going to I'm going to put a word of caution on this article that I'm about to show you. I don't know if it's 100 percent legit. Um, I do believe what it's talking about is does have some accuracy, but I'll, I'll show you guys. I just want to put out that disclosure first before we get into it. Sydney Powell's Kraken is DOD cyber warfare program. We're at war. So I heard this article was about saying that the Kraken is actually a, a program that is used to track um, election election boats. So when Sydney Powell stated she has released the Kraken, most of us thought the Clash of Titans and cheered her on for a gutsy remark. She never blinked and held and held the stern, a serious face when she said when she said it. She wasn't joking, and now we know why. The Kraken is a Department of Defense run cyber warfare program that tracks and hacks various other systems to acquire evidence of nefarious actions by the deep state. President Trump and the loyal patriots in the military and Space Command now have all the evidence of voter fraud and election related treason. This will be used against the enemies of America. And apparently they have a patch for it, too. That's pretty dope. Might have to get one of those for myself. That'd be great. What we are witnessing with the 2020 elections is not an election. We are witnessing the attempt to overthrow the United States government, the CIA, FBI, and DOJ. And they are the wicked globalist puppets who are boldly pushing their coup to destroy America. Yes, and we know this. We know this. So should now, warning from Act- Act- Acting Secretary of Defense Chris Moe, the one I was just talking about that Trump installed. Why is this all so important? He said, should any malign actors underestimate our resolve or attempt to undermine our efforts, well, we will not hesitate to restore deterrence and defeat any and all threats. Certain sectors of special forces operations now report directly to Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller, and they are aligned with Trump, the Constitution, and the defending of America against its enemies, both foreign and domestic. So don't panic and fear not. President Trump is in control and the battle lines are drawn. The Kraken has been released and has everything. Special Forces assets are now being deployed to take down America's domestic enemies and traitors. Now, this is just to give you guys an overlook of how this system works. This has apparently been around for a while. And I've heard rumors that this isn't being used anymore. I have no idea. But this video I'm going to show you, Jeffrey Prather explains the Kraken and describes the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening, how this is a bombshell. And the video here was posted by the Sharp Edge on Twitter, which if you guys are on Twitter still, go follow her. She's great. This is him talking about this Kraken software and what it's used for. The CIA involvement, uh, which we've seen uh, on lots of, we've seen lots of signatures, but this is a very direct signature. And when uh, Sydney is talking about the Kraken, I have uh, people who have gotten Sydney information uh, before the Kraken is is actually a uh, counterintelligence, counterinsurgency tool that is able to track the vote switching. So that it's not recorded. You have to get it uh, real time. And the Kraken is actually uh, the algorithm that does that. So this is a, supposedly an algorithm that tracks that tracks all this stuff. That's what they're saying here. Well. Is Sidney Powell the Kraken or is it this system? To me, this is why I don't think it's that bad if this ends up being false, that this system really isn't turning out to be anything. Because if it's not, I trust Sidney Powell. I know all you out there trust Sidney Powell. So either we'll have to see how this all shakes out. But I thought that was really interesting. If they actually had a program, if they had a program that actually tracks all this stuff. And to leave this on a really good note, 
Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lynn Wood. Says, I have worked closely with Sidney Powell and others over recent weeks. Weeks. The bomb is dropping tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. The lawsuit Sydney will be filing tomorrow in Georgia speaks truth. Enemies of America will deny its allegations. Do not believe them. Believe Sydney and me. We love America and freedom. Our enemies do not. So there you go. Tomorrow, the lawsuits against Georgia. And remember what Sydney Powell said. Georgia is going to be the first state she blows up because apparently it's they're the they're the worst ones. They're the ones that are being accused of, ta- of, of taking uh, paybacks for accepting Dominion machines and all that stuff. And tomorrow, they are filing their lawsuits in Georgia, which is going to be ins- it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, and we're going to be here on top of it. And guess what? I told you guys I will be doing a Thanksgiving show um, to cover all this news. So when you're nice and full, drunk, whatever you are, you can hang out with me on Thursday night, and we'll have a show to catch you up on anything that breaks because it's it's totally it's not time for me. It's not time to take breaks. So just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what Joe Biden and his, I call this his fantasy. If you guys play fantasy sports, I play fantasy football still. Um, I feel like Joe Biden is playing fantasy fantasy politics. And every day the news media says, this person's been uh, to put here. This person's going to be the secretary of state. And all these people that he's installing and how the media is just, just so happy that all these people are coming in and they're all snakes. But James Mattis here had a comment. This is from Breitbart. You know, the corrupt James Mattis, Joe Biden must eliminate America first from U.S. foreign policy. Isn't that disgusting? All this peace that Trump has been bringing to the Middle East, they just want to get rid of it. And it's funny because they named it America first. And of course, they hate it. So defense uh, secretary of defense, James Mattis, declared former declared in an article in foreign affairs on Monday that the America first foreign policy had damaged national security and called on Joe Biden to eliminate this America first from U.S. strategy. So they're already talking about going back, these warmongers, the ones that called Trump a dictator and a warmonger, the ones that want to keep these wars going, they want to completely erase all this, all the positive things that the Trump team has done going forward. And it's really a joke. It's really a joke. And that is funny because as I was reading this, I saw Trump tweet this out, America first, and he's right. 245,000 likes. That is a nice tweet there. But it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And I just saw this video here as we tie up the uh, show tonight. CBS News was reporting that Linda Thomas Greenfield, Biden's nominee for U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, she says, I want to say to you, America is back. Multilateralism is back. Diplomacy is back. Which essentially means, yes, the deep state will be back in control if this goes to uh, Joe Biden the way that we're, we're acting here, that this is all going down. And it's not. It's absolutely not. And the funny thing is here, the people that Joe Biden is installing are straight up deep state swamp rats and people tied up with all Biden's corruption. Paul Sperry here says State Department emails reveal that after joining Burisma's board, Hunter Biden requested meetings with then Deputy Secretary of State Attorney Blinken, who is now Joe Biden's pick for Secretary of State. Joe Biden is literally trying to appoint these people to power that are wrapped up and everything going on with Hunter Biden's laptop, all the dealings that they had with China, all these shady things. So they they have this fake protection, this fake fantasy world that they're living in, and the media is trying to install in all of you uh, to cast doubt on what's going on and what's actually going on here. So it's crazy. It is crazy times right now. And just to give you guys an idea of, as far as I know, we'd bring up Antifa, and we're going to end with this. Out in Antifa world, this was in the Pittsburgh area. An Antifa leader... So then now they have leaders. It says, they said, warning to Trump, 
We are armed. If you do not concede by Sunday at noon, we will begin to block roads in conservative areas. And this is where they're going with it. And this was him, Adam Rahuba. And I'm surprised Twitter actually took his account down. I'm surprised um, they didn't boost his, They didn't boost this. And uh, Brandon Str- uh, Straka here said, Antifa is just an idea. It's time for, end us, for us to end this idea. And I absolutely agree. And uh, this is this is was his tweet. I don't even know if it's going to show up now. Nope, it's just a screenshot. But this is what he said. We are armed and will retaliate to attempts at vehicle vehicle manslaughter. So they're essentially saying we're going to go to conservative neighborhoods. We're going to block streets. And if you try to push against us, um, we'll just consider it vehicle or manslaughter and we'll attack you and possibly kill you with our guns. So Antifa is not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. They're not going anywhere. So. I think the writing is on the wall on the wall to where this is all going to go. And I don't want to see any violence. I don't want to see anyone dead in the street. I really don't. I'd rather these 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 psychopaths just pack up and go go hang out in your corner of the country and just go go waste away somewhere in the corner of the country. I could care less. They're anti-Americans. They're absolutely anti-Americans and it's just it's just insane that that stuff is put out in social media. You don't see anybody on the right side here. Anyone that I know personally putting out messages like that, we're going to block streets and arm up and get militias together and do all this crazy shit. Nobody that I know of, but the media will tell you otherwise. They'll just, they lump everybody together. Um, that supports Trump as a, as racist hate speech, misinformation pushers, all that stuff. So all that good stuff. So, the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, the Trump team is going to start having public hearings about their cases. Sydney Powell is now free to do whatever the hell she wants. She has no restrictions. There's, um, she moved. She's past that uh, that conflict of interest with Trump now, that she's not officially on Trump's legal team. She has her own defense fund. Please go find it if you feel the if you feel in your heart to do, uh, donate to it. Go donate to it because she's going after all of them. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be tonight's show. Let me hop over to the chats here and hang out with you all. So, guys, just letting you know, we did really well. We did really good tonight. We did really good tonight as far as the show numbers. They were probably the best they've been in two weeks, which is a uh, tribute to all of you. All you guys, if you want to donate to the show, you can do PayPal. You can do Cash App. They're in the descriptions below, especially on DLive and also on Pilled. They're in the description. You guys can donate and everyone on Pilled. You can also do power chats, and I'm gonna jump in there to make sure, just to make sure I didn't miss any. Hold on. No power chats on pilled. That's totally fine. Totally fine. So you guys can always donate to the show, and don't forget, on my website, ladies and gentlemen, I revamped it. I added more tabs here. You guys can check out my store. It has all my merch made by two local businesses here out in New York. They have hoodies, mugs, hats guys we got all the christmas ornaments here we're going to be adding to more of that soon just in time for christmas again mugs hats hoodies v-necks v-necks for all the ladies and uh glassware uh shifter spoons all the woke merchandise these really nice hooded t-shirts are beautiful and of course my brother just put these on drunk wives matter pink tumblers for all the ladies out there and he also made a trump one mug as well and uh, i'm sure those are going to start selling off the shelves the drunk wives matter have been selling like crazy so these will make perfect gifts for you and your family and all that good stuff and guys don't also forget if you want to become a diehard fan of this show want to go to a platform that'll never get taken down because i see all you guys out there on twitch i love you in twitch land 
That is a mainstream big tech platform. They could take me down at any point just for having this Q flag behind me. They can just label me as a uh, domestic terrorist like they, they like uh, Facebook did. And uh, just nuke me off the platform. So I'm telling you guys, go to Woke TV. This is my castle. This is a platform that will never get taken down. This is where I upload all my content, and I will eventually be having exclusive content on that platform as soon as time, uh, as, as soon as I get some more time to do that. So it's a monthly subscription. It's really cheap. It's cheaper than a Netflix subscription. It's going to be on Roku very soon and all that good stuff. You just go right up here. You hit sign up and you're in. You can do a monthly or you can sign up for the whole year and you never have to worry about losing me again. And you get on a contact list. It's so much, so much going on here. So thank you for that. And I did not forget about the chest, ladies and gentlemen, out in DLive world. I did not forget. All right. So that was a good show. So that today, ladies and gentlemen, was pretty much like a, a group therapy show. Not a lot of breaking news, but a lot of countering narratives that have gotten people um, upset and people that just aren't paying attention, don't have the time to pay attention. Listen, I get it. People have jobs. People can't stay on top of this stuff all the time. They just can't. And I understand that's what we're here for. So if you guys feel in the need to, to give, send the donation over the show. Um, Things are doing pretty good since being off plat off the mainstream platforms, but it's it's been a little bit of a struggle. But we're we're making it through. It's only going to take a few months to get back to where we were. So uh, if you feel feel the need to donate to the show, become a monthly subscriber on the Woke TV. Please, by all means, go ahead and do so. And you can support the show by also getting merch. It's all good stuff. Thank you for the diamond cyber patriot. I appreciate that. We got uh, another DJD diamond. Thank you. Another diamond glow stick, glow stick in a jigger. <laughs> I butchered that name. That's a hard one to read. Trump won. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh boy. So yeah. And guys, don't forget, call your family, call your friends, call your loved ones and uh, just make sure they're okay. Let's make sure you're okay. You guys are going to hear my son, but that's okay. We're just wrapping this up. DDNCry4J34N. Thank you for the diamond. Love you back. And Bling, Bling Bleat. Thank you also for the diamond. Diamonds, lemons, ice cream. DLive is always a good time. It's always a good time. Let me read off our top contributors of the night. We have, let's see. Oh, it just went away. Come back. All right. DDN. Car four <laughs> J34N. That is one hell of a uh one hell of a name here. 357. I just saw another diamond. True detective season one. Where we go on, we go all. Thank you, sir. We have Anisa. Hold on. Anisa C398. Donna 58. 500. Glow stick. I'm just gonna call you glow stick girl. 500. Heather 1975. 500. Thank you. Um M firstborn 600. The long game 644. W LeBron 702 lemons Long Island something 1000 lemons and Sookie for a thousand lemons thank you so much for the contributions to the show tonight and let me just open that chest chest will be open in 30 seconds it's coming you guys are awesome on Twitch I didn't see any trolls out on Twitch tonight so that's good but if you do see any let me know I will immediately delete them we got no time for trolls no time for trolls 
And yes, you guys can also become a, a subscriber as well on um, on DLive. You guys can donate monthly lemons and that it's all goes back into the show. It all goes back into the show. And the chest is unleashed. W LeBron, 17 lemons. One digital warrior, 10.6. Steve, where we go one, we go all, seven, nine. Craft cocktail, six and a half, and Kitty Woo, 5.6. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know when I'm gonna be going live on Thursday. I might actually be on, um, I might actually be on 412 show on We The People Insider and then do my show as well. We're going to figure that all out. So I might be doing two. We'll have to see. Glow Stick Ninja Girl. Thank you for clearing up your name. I just cannot read that. I don't know why. Thank you for the uh, other diamond. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So yeah, guys, uh, Frank, uh, quite frankly, I know uh, there's a little bit of an exodus when seven o'clock hits, and I know that's probably uh, has something to do with quite frankly. He is the man. He has, to me, it's my favorite show to watch. I still watch him. Um, he is actually live right now, so you guys can hop over to him. And you know what? Let me drop the link. Let me drop the link to you guys to his uh, to his DLive chat room and let, let Frank know uh, Woke sent you. I'm going to drop it over in the Twitch as well. Go check out Frank. He's always got an amazing show on and all that good stuff. So that's going to wrap it up for me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You've been wonderful. I'll, I'll look out on the Twitter sphere, sign up for my email list on my website, and um, be on the lookout for when I'll be going live on Thanksgiving. And before I forget to, ladies and gentlemen, one more thing. One more thing on the website. I am now putting my video replays on the website as well. And uh, I'm also on Rumble, BitChute, but you guys can watch right on the website of the replays. I will have those up as well. So there you have it. Stay safe, everybody. Stay strong and stay woke. <laughs>